in my heart desired, I asked the Lord that I wish I had a full box of crayons. So yes. I prayed in that moment because I did not compare myself to other students or my classmates because my mom is just working so hard for that. But then God brought the shoebox gift for me. Yes. And I knew that He sees my deeping heart, my desire, my deep desire that to have a full box of crayons. And then <laughs> the simple shoebox gift that says that, you know, God sees you, God valued you, and God seen you deep in your heart. The story of the Good Samaritan, Luke chapter 10, verses 30 through 37, gives us a clear picture of God's desire for us to help those in desperate need wherever we find them. After describing how the Samaritan rescued a hurting man whom others had passed by, Jesus told his hearers, go and do likewise. For over 50 years now, Samaritan's Purse has done their utmost to follow Christ's command by going to the aid of the world's poor, sick, and suffering. Hi, and welcome to this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint on the Bot Radio Network. I'm Byron Tyler. It's my pleasure, friend, to welcome you to the program. And we're going to talk about one of the many aspects of ministry, one of the ministry tentacles, if you will, of the Samaritan's Purse, Operation Christmas Child. And we're coming up on the week of November 13th through the 20th as the National Collection Week for Operation Christmas Child. And something even additionally exciting is this year, Operation Christmas Child celebrates 30 years of ministry. And to talk all about Operation Christmas Child and talk about Samaritan's Purse outreach here, we have three wonderful ladies in the studio. We have the regional manager from Nashville, Carrie Osborne, and we also have our area coordinator, Amy Simmons, and we have Annalyn Elliott. Ladies, welcome to Mid-South Viewpoint here on the Bot Radio Network. Thank you. Well, 30 years, Carrie. That's exciting. And millions of children around the world have been blessed because of this ministry. That's right. 209 million children have received a shoebox since 1993. And it's just absolutely amazing. And we're not done yet. Now, I saw in some numbers here, you're praying for an additional 11 million to be reached this year. Yes, sir. And wouldn't that be exciting? Yes, we did 10.6 million last year. We have eight sending countries and we're praying for 11 million to come from our eight sending countries this year. This is so organized too. It's one of the most organized ministries when it comes to giving that anybody can get involved with. And we want our listeners to be tuning in right now, of course, to learn how they can participate. Now, many of you listeners have, over the years, you have used this as a teaching tool for your children. When our kids were little, I can tell you the times that we did this to go to the store and get the items that were recommended and fill that shoebox up and get it back to the Samaritan's Purse so it can be sent to a special child somewhere in the world. And we had an opportunity to pray over that and just to trust God will put it in the right hands and that ultimately that child would hear the message of Jesus Christ. Amy, you're the area coordinator, so tell me about some of your responsibilities locally. Is that what you pretty much do in this area? Yes, sir. So I'm, I lead a team of volunteers here in the area from logistics, people that bring shoeboxes into their church, to church relation team members that go out and get new church participation. We also have community volunteers that work with community organizations and schools. And then we have a prayer team, which is my favorite because this ministry is undergirded in prayer. Oh, that's beautiful. I love it. Well, we also have a special guest all the way from the Philippines. I guess if we were to get in a plane right now and fly to the Philippines, we would be flying probably for about, what, Annalyn, about 17 hours, maybe 16 or 17 hours or more? More than that. More than that. 23 hours. Yes. 23 hours. So it all (laughs) 
almost the whole day goes by, right? Yes. And to get to the Philippines. So what area of the Philippines did you grow up? I grew up in Cebu City. Tell me about growing up there, your family, and how long have you been in the States? I've been um, seven years living in Alaska. Okay, now, yeah. why would you want to leave the warm, not quite tropical, but I mean, you're closer to the equator in the Philippines, I realize that, to go to the freezing Alaska, right? <laughs> yes, it's very huge, different from the Philippines to Alaska, but then that's what God brought me into. You were raised with your siblings, seven children in your home. Describe how hard your parents had to work to provide for your basic needs. Well, my parents worked so hard to meet our daily needs. They only made $5 a day. But since then, you know, growing up in a, uh, a poor family of seven people and we live in a tiny bamboo house, we just bamboo floor. Then uh, sometimes every year, my mom would bought school supplies for us and one pencil that had to last the whole year. And was shared between me and my other siblings. Did that pencil last through the entire school year? Yes, sometimes. Sometimes? <laughs> sometimes it is. Yes, because I was shared between me and my other siblings. So I know too, your parents couldn't afford to buy gifts on like, even your birthday, Christmas. No, um, I grew up not receiving a gift on Christmas Day or even in my own birthday because for my parents, to eat every day is more important than the gifts. And Lynn, what did you learn about your parents' love for you and your siblings, even though they could not provide you with these gifts for birthdays and Christmas, what did you learn about their love for you? I did not compare myself to other people or to other children, even though my parents could not afford something like a very special for us. But then their love and their efforts and their being working so hard to meet our daily needs, that's how my parents loved us so much. Yeah, and I think that's wonderful for a child to yes. see. You know, in contrast, so many children in the States, their parents... They work hard to give all the gifts to them and whatever they want, they give them, you know, and sometimes that's not the best message, right? I'm thinking you grew you probably grew up in, in a better situation in the sense that you learned what love was, a matter of the will, showing you by working so hard and taking care of you the, the best they could. I think it's a wonderful example. Yes. And now when I am a mom right now and I have a two kids, a six years old and a four years old, I'm teaching them how to be like generous. Like, for example, um, my husband and I, um, when my children, will have a birthday party and they have a lot of toys. They have a lot of gifts and I'm teaching them how to be generous and they have these gifts and we told them you have to pick one gift or two gifts like for you for your birthday and one just for you, you know, and that's what we teach them and the other gifts we're just taking away and put it in the library or put it in the thrift store or whatever it is. Yes. It's just um, teaching them how to be generous. So that's what my husband and I do. I, th I think that's a wonderful thing. Anna Lynn. And I know it was difficult to, you had to ask your classmates often for crayons and pencils. How did that make you feel? You know what? I feel so embarrassing knowing that um, I'm borrowing a pencil or a paper and a crayons in my classmate. But then in my heart desired, I asked the Lord that I wish I had a full box of crayons. So yes. I prayed in that moment because I did not compare myself to other students or my classmates because my mom is just working so hard for that. But then God brought the shoebox gift for me. Yes. And I knew that he sees my deeping heart, my desire, my deep desire that to have a full box of crayons. And then <laughs> the simple shoebox gift that says that, you know, God sees you, God valued you, and God seen you deep in your heart. That's wonderful that you can yeah. see that. Just 
just through a shoebox. But I want to back up just a little bit because there was a Christian family that your mother, you talk about how hard your mother worked and she worked for this Christian family. What was her job duties for this Christian family and how did this Christian family influence your family? Well, my mom was working into a Christian family and they invited her to go to church. And then when my mom find out that who Jesus is and she knew who Jesus is, and so she accepted Jesus Christ as her personal Savior, and my mom started um, taking us to the church with her. Oh, that's beautiful. Now, up until that time, did your family practice a religion, or did you have any type of faith at all as a family? And we were raising as a Catholic people. Okay, but when you heard the message of Jesus for the first time, how old were you? Um, I am about five years old. Five years yes. old, okay. Mm-hmm. And so that relationship with Jesus in your family started really to change your family. And, t- and how did it do that? How did that relationship change your family? When my mom accepted Jesus Christ and she knew about who is the Lord that he loves us and he's just taking care of us and my mom was just, you know, we can pray directly to the Lord. Yes. And that's what the most important thing. Isn't that wonderful? Yes, and- it is. It's like asking the Lord directly <laughs> by praying, by prayer. So that's what uh, my mom just give her herself to the Lord and accepted him as his personal savior. But you were still living on a bamboo floor. And, yes. And, yeah. I want to make that point there because, you know, some people think when they just for trust in Christ mm-hmm. that they might become financially well off. I'm not saying that God couldn't give you something to direct in, in a, maybe a career or a job that would provide that way. But what was even more important, you had something richer in your hearts, the, the love of Christ, knowing that your sins were forgiven yes. and that he put that joy inside. And there's nothing. There's no amount of money. Right. Jesus says, what should it profit a man if he gained the whole world and loses soul? That's so wonderful that you discovered that message. Okay, so Annalyn, the first shoebox. Now, had you seen other children receive shoeboxes in your community, in your village, or your town before? Yes, after the typhoon 2013, after the typhoon Yolanda hit, I got the opportunity on handing out shoeboxes and the children in my own community. And it's just a... Yeah, a great experience for me because before I was just 10 years old when I receiving my own shoebox gift and God gave me that experience you know, to handing out shoeboxes. So not only did you have to receive that box, you were able to give them out to yes. children. That's so special. So how long, how many years did you live in the Philippines before you moved to the United States? Well, I moved to Alaska 2016. So that's the ending of my living yeah. in the Philippines. Yeah. So did what, what was the journey? Did you meet your husband or did you okay. transfer? Or what happened? Yeah. So um, <laughs> I have a mutual friend that introduced me to my husband. So that's why I ended up living in Alaska. Yeah. You know, ladies, Carrie and Amy, Samaritan's Purse goes back to 1970. I had the opportunity at this year's National Religious Broadcasters Convention. Franklin Graham was one of our speakers, and, and he shared the story how he became the president. You know, some people thought he founded or started. Many people thought that, but he didn't. But he, God had a vision for him to be the director after his dear friend uh, was passing away with cancer. And so just how God has blessed, you know, this ministry through the years since 1970 as this ministry has helped meet needs. You know, we hear stories. I mean, right now we look at Maui, right? in Hawaii and the devastation, but Samaritan Purse people are on the ground right now. And you need to know that it's not just helping people 
We're spreading the love of Jesus Christ. Yes. And that is our primary focus. And God sends us to a need, but knowing that need is more Jesus than physical. Okay, let's talk about these shoe boxes, because I know that this is the season right now. We want our listeners to know how they can obtain a box. And the best way is to go to the website, right? So you can go to the website and order some shoe boxes, or you can just go to a shoe store and get a shoe box and pack it yourself. So we have any shoe boxes, any kind of box will be fine. We prefer that they're about the shoe box size because children are children, no matter where they are. So we want to make sure that the children are getting the same size shoe boxes. Going back to that shoe box you received, Anna Lynn, when you opened it up, what was the thing out of that whole box that stood out to you that, that you really cherished or you really enjoyed most out of the whole shoe box? When I opened my shoe box, it was, it was full. A lot of hygiene items and school supplies. But then I had this stuffed bunny right here. <laughs> Isn't that she cute? <laughs> Is that the same bunny? Um, actually, there's a story behind it, this one. Well, let's so, hear about it. Yes. Yeah, so after the typhoon, um, our house was totally collapsed. And um, some of our things was, was taken away and with Miss the stuffed bunny. And so 2016, April, when I came to Alaska, and it is um, Easter Sunday or Easter day, and I found this little cute stuffed bunny look like Miss Davani when I had from my shoebox. And I was like, and she was alone there in the shelf <laughs> by herself. And so we're just look eye, eye to eye. I was like, you are here, you are here. And so I got it and I take her home. And so, yeah. Isn't it special? You know, Amy, you, th- you can think back as a child. There's certain toys sometimes that you reflect on, you know, have special connections and makes you smile. And even as an adult, you can think back on it, you know. You've had that experience? Oh, yes. I had an Easy Bake Oven. That was my, <laughs> that was my toy. <laughs> I like to eat what came out of those Easy Bake <laughs> Ovens. Yeah, that was always fun. My, my neighbor had one of those, too. The items that goes in is, as Annalyn just mentioned, you know, there's hygiene items. And what else goes in the box? So hygiene items, school supplies toys, wow items. We always love to have a wow item. And Anna Lynn just said that her wow item was this stuffed bunny. So something soccer balls for boys are a perfect item and stuffed animals, anything that would be a wow item. But most importantly, I would say that we need to remember that this is a not a gift for your child or your grandchild. This is a gift from God to his child. Yes. So pray about every item you put in that shoebox and just understand that um, he's going to be using it. He's going to be using it for his glory. And you can go on SamaritansPurse.org and watch many videos about how children are receiving truly the desires of their heart. And I think there's a list, too, of the items that you can put in these boxes. Now, locally, Amy, tell me about, you said you've got some volunteers. Mm -hmm. Uh, Can you use more volunteers? Always. We can always use more volunteers. Okay. So tell me about what volunteers do on a local basis here in the Memphis area. There's several positions um, that volunteers do. Some of them collect shoe boxes at their local church. Uh, their church relations volunteers, like I said earlier, they will go out and um, try to recruit new churches to participate. But then they also support the churches that already participate by just guiding them to the website, getting them shoe boxes if they need it, um, just supporting their local uh, effort. Yeah. So, and then I, I said before, prayer is my favorite. I'm always looking for more people to pray for not just our local area, but for the national um, effort as well. So, locally, people could still go to the website and connect with you locally. Yes, they if they um, fill out a form, they'll get eventually get to me. Okay, fantastic. Now, as we mentioned, since 1993, um, Operation Christmas drive 
drop. We lived on the island of Guam, and there was a Christmas drop we did at Christmas time there through the Air Force, and so I got to participate in that through the media one year. But let's go back to Operation Christmas Child. Sorry about that. <laughs> the world's largest Christmas project of its kind, as we mentioned earlier, collected and delivered more than 209 million shoebox gifts to children in more than 170 countries and territories, and that's additional 11 million people we're praying to reach this year on the 30th yes. birthday. So let's, let's celebrate the birthday by giving an, another 11 million people can, uh, children can be blessed by Operation Christmas Shoebox. Let's talk about some of the, the ways, the process here. People pack the shoeboxes as they go. As our listeners go and buy these items and get their shoebox and pack it. And once it's packed, what do they do? You can go online to SamaritansPurse.org and go to Operation Christmas Child, our project of Operation Christmas Child. And there is a drop-off locator so they can look in their community wherever they live and they can find a local drop-off to drop off their box the third week of November every year. And so again that goes back to us here in Memphis Amy so you've got churches that are can receive these in a place other locations too? Yes so our main locations are at Hope Presbyterian Church on Walnut Grove and then we have one in Covington. Those are our central drop-offs but there's uh, smaller drop-off locations just dotted all over the city. And I know we reach a, a wide area here in, in Memphis, right way outside the Memphis area and other a couple of states around us too. So the area, you probably have some other coordinators for Mississippi and Arkansas. Right. So again, go to the website to get the exact information. Our listeners, our listeners in Missouri, our listeners in Alabama, we've got them all over, you know, in the area right now listening to us here on AM640 Bot Radio Network. This is again, a great way for parents to teach their kids about giving, right? Yeah. Yes, right. If you, do you, so you do the same thing, or do you participate in, yes, with your kids? Actually, I became a project leader in 2017 in our church. So that's the first that I, I got involved in Operation Christmas Child Shoebox Gift. And right now, it's like teaching my kids to be a generous, you know, generous and giving to by, by packing um, shoebox gift. And so, yeah. And these gifts, these boxes are sent where? They are sent to over 170 countries. Well, once they're collected here, where do they go? Yes. So once they're collected locally, we send them to one of the eight processing centers around the United States. Okay. And that's staying pretty busy, right? Yes. Yes. The processing (laughs) season is in um, November and December. We process the shoeboxes to make sure that they're safe for the child, safe for the box, and safe to go through customs. Oh, let's talk about this aspect too, ladies. Really, long before the shoeboxes arrive in that 100 countries, volunteer national leadership teams, they train pastors and community leaders who want to share the gospel. Again, sharing the gospel is foundational to this whole project, Carrie. That's right. Absolutely. So we, um, so each box, you have, can give $10 ministry fee, and that ministry fee goes from the shipping from when you drop it off all the way to when the re- receiving end, and all the materials to train our ministry partners around the world. So all of our ministry partners are trained to share the gospel in a fun, interactive, child-friendly environment. And I mean, this is a wonderful thing. And, and so local pastors, too, can host events at their church, almost like a little parties, right? Yes, yes. So outreach events. And usually they're between 50 to 120 children, and they don't know they're coming to receive a shoebox. It's like vacation Bible school is what I say. It's like vacation Bible school, and they come and play games and sing songs, and then they hear the gospel. And because these children have never received a gift, they don't understand what it means to receive a gift of Christ. So these boxes give a tangible representation of what it means to receive the gift of Jesus Christ. Was there a similar party for you when you received your gift? 
Uh, Annalyn? When I receive my own shoebox gift, we don't have any, like, the greatest journey. I have, but I have this one, the greatest gift. Yes. I had this when I received my shoebox gift together with the greatest gift. Okay. And, uh, yeah, when i distributing the shoebox gift, so I want you to get this, the greatest journey. So the, the greatest journey, it has a 12-lesson discipleship program where children, after receiving the shoebox gift, they are um, getting back to participate to the greatest journey, and it has a 12 lesson. So after completing the 12 lesson, we will have a huge celebration, which is graduation, where children are giving a certificate and also a Bible on their own language. Oh, yes, that is so beautiful. I love that. I love the that's, that's really part of the follow up too, right? Yes. 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 So they're not just getting a shoebox. Right. <laughs> yes. And yes. hearing the message, they're, the gospel, they're having an opportunity for follow up. Yes. So we are about evangelism, discipleship, and multi. Multiplication. So evangelism, we share the gospel in an outreach event, and then we follow up with 12-session discipleship called The Greatest Journey. And currently, we've had over 50 million children discipled oh my. through Operation Christmas Child. I love this. Okay, now, again, Anna Lynn has shared her story, and I know this gets repeated over and over again. Do you have some other stories you can share? Oh, yes. So I was, current, I was in the Dominican Republic a few weeks ago, and a child came in, and she was the poorest of the poor in that community. And she, you don't see the whole story yourself, but you start piecing things together with the team. This child stepped in and she started, she put her legs underneath her chair as far as she could. And this precious child was embarrassed because her shoes were torn and tattered. When she opened her shoebox gift, she quickly closed it. And I was had the opportunity to watch her and then she slowly opened it again and just mesmerized that what was cur- what was on top was a pair of shoes. But because God is God and loved her so intimately, they were her size and her favorite color. <laughs> and no one had any way of knowing that. No. That was a God thing, right? Exactly. Yes. And that's why you need to remember that you are packing a box. You're a conduit of God sharing his love with a child. And you don't know what you're putting in there that he will use. So that's why you need to pray over every every that's opportunity. Right. Oh, gosh. That's what a, what a joy and blessing to think about, the possibilities here of lives being changed, children being changed. And really, Amy, too, we can see families being changed, like we saw in the case of Anna Lynn. Yeah, so these children that are being discipled are going home excited to share with their family and friends. The discipleship program teaches them how to share, and they are excited and multiplying within their own communities. <laughs> That's wonderful, Anna Lynn. <laughs> That's so good. So the gospel impacted your family. Your mom, your father, did your father come to Christ as a result? Well, my it's a different story too. So my my, my father was he has like a hard like hard heart like you know and he accepted Jesus Christ last just 2019 and so it's a long ways and prayers for us to um, remind him that God God is truly the God that we serve. And so finally, he uh, accepted Jesus Christ last 2019. And we're just rejoicing and we are so happy. And the heavens too are rejoicing. Yes. So. Again, we need to continue to pray because as that shoebox has residual effects and impact yes. and the seeds planted, it, they might not sprout for, till later, you know, in the case of, of your father. But coming to Christ and seeing him come to Christ, I know it brings your family great joy. Yes. So, friend, as you listen to the program today, we need you to, to go to the website. And what is that website? Samaritanspurse.org. Samaritanspurse.org. And there is a, a click there for the shoebox ministry. You click on that and it gives you all the details. And there's 
like you said, video, and it's done so well, laid out, shows you the process, gives you the items that can go in the shoebox. You order the shoebox or you can go to your local shoe store and get a shoebox and fill it up uh, according to the needs there. And, and be praying, too, I would think, about that wow gift. In, in the case of this one girl, I, maybe that was a pair of shoes. I don't know. For her, it was that was the wow was, gift. Yes. But just thinking about the, you know, the impact of what it can do to change a life. Okay, so now's the time, right? Don't wait. Well, it's not until November. No, we've got to get these items in the boxes, right, Amy? Correct. And the sooner you start shopping, the better deals you can find. That's so right. Yeah. The more boxes you can pack. <laughs> the more boxes. Now, we have to say before we go, we have a special friend in the studio who's yeah. looking from behind you ladies. Do you want to tell us about who you brought with you? Yes. So we brought Prisca with us. Prisca is an alpaca and she is my travel companion and it's because alpaca shoebox. Ah, alpaca shoebox. And she has a shoebox on her back. She definitely yes. does. She spreads the love of Operation Christmas Child and she makes sure that we know that Operation Christmas Child is more operation for the Christmas child. Yes. We are not a Christmas project. We are year round. We are year round serving 24 around the world. What is it that you enjoy most about getting to be connected with this organization? The gospel. The gospel. Yes. It is. Um, I love discipling children. So when I found out about The Greatest Journey, I became a year-round volunteer. And soon after, God called me to come on staff. But it is, it's the gospel. Yeah. Completely. How about for you, Anna Lynn? You've experienced it yourself, of course. But to continue to be part of this, what has it meant for you? It's meant for me like the gospel. Because I want children in the world that know who Jesus is and there is a God who loves them, who cares for them and his them. So that's what, like the gospel, a gospel opportunity for the children. Amy, any special story in your life since you've been connected with Operation uh, Shoebox Ministry? Um, I would just say knowing that God has called me to something specifically has really just impacted um, my whole view of why I'm here, why, what is my purpose. And I feel like God has given me a purpose through this ministry, and he's allowed me to have my fingerprint on the Great Commission. Yes. And that has been very impactful in my life. Well, I love that. Again, friend, we would like for you to participate. And if you can volunteer locally and help Amy on the home front here in the Memphis area, uh, go to the website and... You know, sign up as a volunteer, get the information on the shoebox ministry. Anything else we left out we need to say before we say goodbye, you think of? I don't think so. I think you covered it very well. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you so much. I know you're on your way to, oh, it's a media blitz, so you're on your way to the next radio, TV, or wherever you're going, but uh, we're so thankful you stopped by. Bot Radio Network is privileged to partner with this work. Uh, Rich Bot and his wife, Faye, every year have a video they do. They they pack a shoebox on a video that we put on our website, and so we've been doing this now for many years and we love the work of Samaritan's Purse and this whole project for getting these boxes to children around the world. So thank you so much for sharing with us today. We thank, thank God and thank you. Thank you so much. Well, friends, that's all the time we have on this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. Thanks for stopping by. I'm Byron Tyler and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Mid-South Viewpoint. The show is archived for on-demand listening on our website at BotRadioNetwork.com or via your favorite podcast platform. Stay tuned to Bot Radio Network to fill your day with God's Word.